Hi everyone, welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pillisoff and I'm your host. I am the founder of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that connects people facing divorce with trusted, vetted divorce professionals. We're also a podcast, a website, a mobile app, and more. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to mortgage lender and certified divorce lending professional, Jan Leisure. She's been in the mortgage industry since 1996, and she's a division president for Diamond Residential Mortgage Corporation. And one of the first questions when people are getting divorced that they have is, can I afford to stay in my home? And I always tell them, if you want to know the answer to that question, don't ask your divorce attorney, call a mortgage lender and they will do the numbers for you and tell you what you can afford. It is such a good exercise to do so that you have all your options. And I would highly recommend calling Jan. And you can find Jan in the Trusted Partner section of Divorced Girl Smiling, or you can find her at diamondresidential.com slash janleisure. What does it take to be happy in a romantic relationship? Although every couple is unique, I think some of the biggies are friendship, trust, thoughtfulness, and attraction. But there's one thing that I think is the most needed. And that thing, if you want to have all the other components to stay happy and healthy, what is it? Respect. Respect in a relationship drives everything else. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. And to talk about this, I have a great guest. Her name is Ellen Feldman. Ellen is a divorce mediator with CEL and Associates. And hi, Ellen. Hi, Jackie. Thanks for having me. Always, always nice to have you here. And Ellen's been a divorce mediator since 2007. Correct. (laughs) She's a former attorney turned mediator. And I picked Ellen to talk about respect in a relationship for a couple reasons. First, Ellen has been married for a long time and understands the importance of respect in a relationship. I am the same way. I've been in a relationship for a pretty long time. And also, being a divorce mediator, Ellen is going to talk about the importance of staying respectful even through your divorce and in mediation. So Ellen, I'm really excited to talk about this with you, both from a personal and professional perspective. All right. So what does respect in a relationship mean? Here are some of the things I wrote down. Having respect for a person professionally. You know, you don't have respect for someone who's sitting around the house jobless for three years and doesn't know what they want to do. Um, Having respect for a person's parenting style, having respect for a person, the way he or she takes care of themselves, everything from grooming to the way they eat, to working out, to staying healthy, you know, like Ellen, what about, would you have respect for someone who Every time something's wrong with them, they say, oh, no, I'm not going to go to the doctor. It'll just go away. No, of course not. Right? So something like that. Having respect for the way the other person treats you, respecting how he, he or she spends money, 
how they communicate. So there's many, many different aspects of respect in a relationship. Can you think of any examples that I didn't think of? Admiring someone. You want to be um, proud of the way they handle mm-hmm. their job, proud of the way they handle your kids, if they're his kids too or her kids too. Um, proud of the way they make you feel when you run into other people you know, if you're out to dinner or having a glass of wine yeah. somewhere. Good point. I mean, That's actually on my list for later in the article. That's true. And also, how about how they respect for how they handle like life problems? Like, okay, I'm going to give my listeners an example. I was once dating this guy and we were in my old apartment in the city and the carbon monoxide detector came on and it started like like blaring and that's scary because you're thinking oh my gosh is this my last breath am i gonna die so but there's a reason for carbon monoxide you open all the windows and you leave the house right so that's what i did and this guy was freaking out and had no idea what to do and i'm like okay we need to open the windows and we need to leave it's and we might be done dating (laughs) right see ya All right, so so I could go on and on about, you know, things that are important to be respectful of someone in a relationship. And I will say this about the respect. The more respect you have for your partner, the happier you're going to be in the relationship, don't you think? Definitely. And tell my listeners how long you've been married. 39 years. <laughs> Next week. Lo- I didn't know that. <laughs> And a really so, long time. So I want to move on to why is respect important in a relationship? And I wrote down a few reasons. First, number one, respect makes you feel like you're with your best friend. What do you think, Ellen? I agree, but best friends are really important. What I was thinking is one of the wonderful things about having a really close friends is that you can ask them for advice you can say you know i'm having this issue what do you think if and you wouldn't ask them if you didn't respect them right and you respect their opinion you know that they're going to give you advice that's coming from a good place otherwise you wouldn't ask for sure now what if you were in a relationship and you couldn't do that with your spouse because you're like he's just a schmuck and he won't even know what to say that's not healthy Right, or he's not going to give me, he or she, is not going to give me advice that's going to help me solve my problem. They're, they're, it's not going to come from a selfless place yes. of getting me, to, getting me where I need to be to figure out how to solve my problem. You're right. So maybe they're in it for them and they're not really looking out for what's best for you. Or they're trying to dismiss, oh, she's asking for my advice. I, you know, I'd rather watch TV now. We know I'd rather read my book, whatever. I mean, they need to really listen to you and focus on what you're telling them is your issue and help you work through it. Or how about if you're having like some girlfriend issues and your husband's like, that's so dramatic. I don't need the drama. And they minimize your problem. That's not good either. I would not have respect if somebody did that. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast with Jackie Pilisoff. And I'm here with divorce mediator Ellen Feldman. And Ellen and I are talking about respect in a relationship. We're going to take a short break 
And when we come back, I'm gonna move on to number two, which is, I'm just gonna tell you now, it's very juicy. Respect actually makes sex better. So we'll be right back. I wanna take a minute and talk about two divorce attorneys that I would highly recommend. One is in Massachusetts and one is in Illinois. I'll start off with the one in Massachusetts. Her name is Katherine Becker Good and Katherine is just so trustworthy, so experienced. She has been practicing law for 34 years and brings just such a hands-on experience she takes a very personal approach to her career. She makes each client feel like they're her only client. She's extremely kind and compassionate. She's very professional. And Catherine is really calm. I really admire her calm demeanor, and I'm sure that she appears that way in court as well and in front of other attorneys. So if you want to learn more or reach Catherine, you can find her at cbgoodlaw.com or in the Trusted Partners section of Divorced Girl Smiling. And now I want to talk about Anna Krolikowska, who is an attorney in Chicago and the surrounding suburbs. And I've known Anna for over 10 years. She's been practicing, I believe, for about 17 years. She's a big proponent of mediation and the collaborative divorce process. And Anna is really, really a go-getter and she's extremely dedicated to the profession. So if you want to learn more about Anna, you can find her at AnnaKLaw.com or again in the Trusted Divorce Professional section of Divorced Girls Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff. I'm here with divorce mediator Ellen Feldman, and Ellen and I are talking about respect in a relationship. I'm going to move on to number two, respect makes sex better. And then after we go through these, we are going to talk about why respect is so important during divorce, how it can help you get a better outcome, and how to be respectful in divorce mediation, which is Ellen's specialty. So I'm moving on to respect makes sex better. So good sex happens when you're attracted to someone, right, Ellen? I mean, For sure. An attraction doesn't come from looks only. It's so much more than physical attraction is my point. And good sex happens because of all these other things personality, thoughtfulness, the way you're treated, and of course, respect. Agree? Definitely. And if you don't respect the person, you're not really going to want to have sex with them. I mean, you might be in a fling where you're having good sex for a while, but it's not really going to last, right? True. What are some other things that drive good sex? Feeling like you can talk to them about anything feeling like they're going to listen, feeling like they're totally focused on you when you're having a conversation or having sex or eating dinner or doing anything. I mean, all of those things are really important. It is. It is. Okay, moving on to number three, respect makes you feel proud to be with your partner. And that's what Ellen said earlier in this podcast. Like, if you're at a restaurant 
and let's say you run into someone and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so horrified by the shirt my husband's wearing. Well, that's kind of funny and that could even happen in, in healthy relationships. You know, like, but um, let's say he is drunk or he's talking about something really ridiculous and he's embarrassing you. That's not good. Right. That's that's what I was thinking of. You introduce him to your, you know, friend or colleague or whoever whoever you have run into in a restaurant. You don't want to worry about what he or she is going to say. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what's going to come out of their mouth. And that's a problem if that's something that you're worried about. Number four, respect helps you trust your partner. So let's say, for example, you don't respect the way that your spouse handles money. Well, how can you trust him or her to handle the money for the family finances? You really can't. You can't. You know, or there's that job example again. Let's say your spouse comes home from work every night, sits on the couch, pops open a beer, gets high, whatever. What kind of example is that setting for your kids? How can you respect that? Well, and when you think that they're going to come home and you're excited to tell them about your day or tell them about a new client you got or a good meeting you had and they're totally focused on relaxing and being alone. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, now I want to say another thing I just thought of. Let's say your spouse does come home, pop open a beer, doesn't want to talk to you really, just wants to hang out himself. Now, something I would have respect for is when people change their behavior and they say, you know what, I'm going to start walking every night after dinner for 20 minutes. Do you want to come with me? That's something I have respect for. When people try to change for the better, that makes my heart race, like with excitement. Like you love yourself and you love your relationship with me enough to try to do something to promote us being together and to you being healthier. I feel like that is so important in a relationship. So, all right, that kind of leads me to number five, the last thing. Respect causes better communication. So maybe you could say to your spouse, like, here's something that I don't respect about you. You know, like there's a difference in saying, oh, I see you came home and you're sitting on the couch for a change. Great. This is fun. I love being married to you. You know, you're such a beer guzzler and we never talk. That's different than saying, you know what? Instead of coming home every night and having a beer, why don't we go for a walk for 15 minutes before you sit down? And then you can have as much alone time as you want. But now I'm kind of getting into another area. But if people, if someone says, you know what? Okay, I'll do that. I have respect for that. It, well, they're, it, they're showing you that they have respect for you and for your feelings and for your idea. Let's spend 20 minutes taking a walk and then we'll come home and have dinner. Or if you want alone time, I'll leave you alone. Mm-hmm. All right. I know I said it was the last one, but I forgot about number six. Respect increases your self-esteem. So, Ellen, I have a lot of people who will say to me on Divorce Girl Smiling, I love my husband, but I don't respect him. So when someone is respectful to you, 
it makes you feel so great about yourself, right? I mean, when somebody treats you with respect, makes you feel important, cared about, right? Even if someone just, your spouse just gives you a hug for no reason. Sure. Isn't that the best? So what I want to tell my listeners is if you're in a tough marriage and even if you're going through a divorce, just if you show a little bit of respect, it goes a long way. I'm not saying you should hug, give your soon-to-be ex-husband a spouse, spouse a hug. That might be a little confusing for the person. Not necessarily a good plan. Now, but after a good mediation session, that might be a way to say thank you. All right, so <laughs> let's, let's get into this, Ellen. So Ellen has been mediating since 2007, and I'm sure you've seen hundreds of couples. And what, is, what does it look like in mediation to show respect for your spouse? A lot of people probably go in there, they can't even stand their spouse. They're just like, oh, I don't even want to be in the same room with this person. What does it look like to show respect? They listen when their spouse speaks. They try to see their spouse's perspective on an issue, listen to the parenting plan that their spouse is proposing, even though it may not be what they thought is best for their children, listens when their spouse says, this is really important to me, here's why. I mean, you're divorcing this person, but you're going to be co-parents for years. So I guess the take home is that even if you're in mediation, let your spouse finish what they want. Don't interrupt and say, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. There's no way. Let them put on the table what they want and let them tell you why. Even in your head, if you're thinking, there's no way in hell I'm going to let this happen, just listen. Well, and let them think that you're listening and considering their opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing, much of what we do in mediation is reframing what the other person has said. And I think it's because you're, I said this to a prospective client this week, you're hearing your spouse talk and you're like, here she goes again, she's saying the same thing and you tune them out. Or, you know, he started that sentence the same way, I've heard him say this, I, I don't wanna listen to him. Because you know how to push each other's buttons and you know how to aggravate each other. And when you have someone who's neutral say, maybe you didn't hear what she said. Maybe you didn't understand that he was offering to do exactly what you want him to do. And that's probably what a couples therapist would say too. For sure. Mm -hmm. Because you're letting the other person know that you care enough about them to listen to their perspective on an issue. All right, what else does respect in mediation and or in divorce mean? What does it look like? It looks like waiting for the other person to finish their sentence, waiting for the other person to, prevent, to present their view, maybe letting the other person discuss an issue that you know is really top of mind for that person when you'd rather discuss something different. It's treating them like you care about their opinions. Now, I am gonna make a suggestion to people who are headed into mediation, and Ellen, I'm just going right off the cuff, something I just thought of, and tell me if this is helpful and if you tell people to do this. 
I sometimes have a problem letting people finish because I'm so need to get out what I have to say. So I would suggest having them get a pad of paper and a pen and writing down what they want to say after their spouse is finished speaking. You know, that's what they do in like presidential debates. You know, they're sitting there right, like furiously right, right. writing down on the podium what they want to say. Well, and I totally understand what you're saying because I'm a very visual learner. You know, I, I write down what I want to say before I go into a meeting. I write down the issues I want to make sure we focus on. All through school, I learned best by taking notes on my notes, like making outlines of things. So if I were mediating my own divorce, I would be making lists of these are the things that are really important to me. And when I talked to someone who is considering mediation, I said, I say, we're just going to have a consult, write down the things that are most important for you to ask me write down the things that are most important for you to understand where your spouse stands on those issues. And then as we're heading into each session, prioritize. I really care most about getting Tuesday nights because that's the night before the spelling test for my six-year-old or whatever the issue. When you write down what is important to you, for sure you can wait until the other person finishes what they're saying before you present that. But you're also not going to forget, you're not going to finish the hour or hour and a half meeting and say, oh, shoot, I didn't even tell him that I want to do this. That is what exactly I was going to say. Another reason I interrupt people sometimes is because I don't want to forget to say it. Right. So if you write it down, you're not going to forget. For sure. Well, I, I think that mediation, as you know, I'm a huge fan of it. I think it works. But I think that it takes an immense amount of showing respect for the person. And I can't imagine going into mediation with somebody who cheated on me and how angry and resentful you might feel. But I want to tell my listeners, you can still show respect and you're not faking it either. I'm not telling you to be fake. I'm telling you to just think in your head, be respectful, because what are the benefits that you're going to get out of it? Ellen, tell my listeners, if you're respectful, what benefits are you going to get? You're going to get every benefit possible in mediation. You're going to get a parenting schedule you want. You're going to get whatever holidays are most important to you. You're going to get him or her to think about supporting a certain activity that one of your kids wants that might cost more money or might not be something your spouse has supported in the relationship. If you can stay calm and stay focused on what's really important to get out of your divorce and into your agreement, it's every benefit in the world as opposed to being... um, disrespectful for last lack of a better word but you know not really listening to what your spouse says not really hearing what he or she wants and why they want it and you know treating them badly in the mediation sessions which makes them feel um crummy with the mediator because you're making them look bad with the mediator the there is every benefit in the world to 
being respectful of the person you were divorcing. And you bring up such a good point. The key to getting what you want, you're increasing your chances immensely. If you stay on the quieter side and you listen and you stay respectful and classy, you don't have to be sugary, sweet, and fake, but just be kind and be classy. And what will happen is, you don't have to sign anything you don't want to sign. So just remember that even if your spouse is asking for everything that you're not willing to give, he can ask for whatever he wants. Doesn't mean he's going to get it. Doesn't mean if you don't talk that you're going to get it. Let him do all the talking and say everything. And you just sit there and talk when you feel it's necessary. And you will end up so much in a better place. Absolutely. Wow, Ellen, this has been great. We are out of time, pretty much. But I want to conclude, this has been wonderful. I want to conclude this by telling my listeners, there's a statement I hear quite a bit from men and women considering divorce, and it is, I love my spouse, but I don't respect him or her. And since we know how important respect is to have, my suggestion is talk to your spouse. Before you decide to get divorced, say something like, can we sit down and talk? I'm having a hard time respecting blah, blah, blah. I'm having a hard time with what you're doing and I love you, but I don't respect it. And then depending on the reaction, you either have a productive conversation, the person might say, I had no idea, you're right, I'm." I really need to change this behavior. Or here's another thing. Maybe it's just too late. Maybe you just don't respect much about the person and there's really nothing the person can do to make you feel otherwise. You can choose to live with it, which I would not recommend. You can choose to get help, go to therapy to try to talk about it, or you can get divorced. Those are your three choices, right, Ellen? Definitely. Ellen, thank you so much for spending time to talk about this. I loved our conversation. Yes, this was a great, a great podcast. Really? It's a great idea. It's something really important for people to understand when they're considering mediation. And if you want to reach Ellen or her partner, Brian James, you can find them at celandassociates.com or in the trusted partner section of Divorced Girls Smiling. And on a closing note, what I want to say to my listeners is remember that you deserve to be treated with respect. And if you're feeling disrespected and something has to change, do it because you deserve to be respected and you deserve to be happy. So whatever it is, mutual respect in a relationship is key in having a deep, meaningful connection and a happy life together. If you want to find trusted, vetted divorce professionals like Ellen and lots more, or you want to listen to more podcasts or read articles or sign up for the free consult, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you real soon.